0: Everybody. welcome to another edition of NASCAR Radio. This is episode one hundred and forty-four of NASCAR Radio. We're it trading just, cards and racing. feet, what?
1: I was going to say it's a square. It's a squared number episode. Twelve
0: times twelve. Yeah, we're square. So see square there and there, okay. Uh, I'm your pal Val. With me is the man, the myth, legend, PSA, and White Castle Hall of Famer Logan. Logan, how are you today?
1: Uh well, I think I'm feeling thick. It's a brick.
0: It's a brick. I hear you.
1: Yeah. Check it out. I bet you people can guess exactly where this is from. So
0: the Brickyard. The brickyard. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good show. Yeah, that's kind of a, um, a lead in here for t- our show for today. We have racing recap. We're going to, well, it's, it's one of the greatest weekends, racing weekends, and I guess on the calendar, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about
1: little... I will be camped all day on the couch, F1, Indy, Coke 600.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the, it's going to be awesome. And we're going to talk about that. And if you have been or if you're planning on going, there's other things to do besides the race. So I can only speak about the Indy and um, uh, the Coke 600. Not sure about Monaco, but I'm assuming there's things to do there. Anyway, for the U.S. folks, because majority of the <laughs> listeners are U.S., and then we're going to talk about <laughs> to King's Court to finish the show. So,
1: yeah, just kind of a shorter show tonight, you know, because we know people have things to do this weekend instead of listening to us. Yeah, gotta get ready for
0: <laughs> yeah, gotta get ready for the race, right? So, mm-hmm. races, and then you'll you will not want to miss next week's show when we do the recap of all these races.
1: Right? Yeah, because we'll have a full slate next week. We'll have. Five, count them. Five races, five dollar uh, foot long. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and yeah, we'll we'll um yeah, it'll be it'll be great. So we'll have a special guest. I'm sure everybody can guess. But any other housekeeping? and Get started here.
1: Um, no, well, I guess I could mention that uh, I saw on Twitter that Cal Cats sent off autograph requests to the King Richard Petty, and he got them back within a few weeks. And he's going to give them to his daughter for her fifth birthday, which I thought I think is extremely cool, but uh, I'm glad to see that he sent off and got his autograph. So I'm very proud for him. And uh, it's it's just, it's just really, really neat.
0: It's awesome. We've talked about him or, or talked about getting through the mail autograph from him through the whole 140 something episodes of the show with Jason and with you and You know, to the through the mail to a year, fantastic looking autograph. I would challenge you to find a better autograph than than his, even at his age right now. So
1: there's nobody that has an autograph that can compare to the king. Nobody. Yeah,
0: and where he stands in racing lore as well. So
1: absolutely. So I challenge anybody to show me an autograph that's better than Richard Petty's, because in my opinion, no way.
0: It's it's like artwork anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's awesome that uh, he he got that. That's I'm glad. Uh, you know, we've been talking about the stuff that the uh, folks uh, were able to do, and now actually is another good time to send off because I don't know if they do something for July Fourth or well, they're in town. Well, it's probably too late now, but to um, to get him he, his turnaround times are quick anyway. But because he's yeah. always, as we talked about before, he's always going to always want to send him to their Petty Museum. Yeah, because he's always stopping in there to uh, sign stuff. So because yeah. he's got the mer- the merchandise or so the stuff in the museum that he'll autograph anything in the museum uh, for no charge, uh, or send a request there. And so while he's there, he signs that too. So
1: yeah, I remember going there and I bought a few odds and ends things, and the ladies go, "Do you want him to autograph these? All you got to do is just have it paid to ship back." And I said, "Well, why not? If <laughs> he's going to do it for nothing." You know that's great.
0: Yeah, but... I remember like they had tires, or whatever. Like you can get tire now, or you can have them sign um sign it, and we'll, we'll mail it to you. So you just pay for shipping.
1: Yeah, um, my my son Tyler, he's got one of those where, that Richard Petty signed.
0: And you it's know. amazing how like depending on the size of the object is the size of the autograph. So if you get a tire, you get a big autograph. If you get something little, yeah, he. He knows exactly the right size on whatever. Yeah. So if it's a tiny mm-hmm. little mini, it's a little autograph. It's the card, it's a bigger autograph. It's a you know eight by ten, it's a bigger one. And just anyway,
1: he's well, just a legend. Think, he can get those things on stickers, man. If he can get his autograph on a sticker, anybody can.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can talk all hour. Yeah, we could. Yeah, all right. So let's talk. Uh, we want to thank our sponsor, Panini America. Don't forget, Dumburst is is coming out June second, so they're still. I checked today, uh, still slated for the second, so next week. And then, of course, our shout outs to Skidmars, Ka- Cade Hesterman, Kyle Katz, and Tim Mousy for the YouTube comments. We read them, so please leave them. And then, also shout out to the Podbean subscribers: Bill T, Feels Only Three. For the love of the cards, high octane cards, and North California Sports Shop. Thank you guys and girls for subscribing to the podcast yes. and YouTube channel.
1: Yeah, we love you guys.
0: Yep. All right, let's keep it going here. Where are we going? We're going to the Crashman Truck Series. That was race number 10, and that was the Tyson two Tyson 250 Saturday. May 20th at North, no, North of Wilkesboro <laughs> Speedway in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. So after how many, 20, 30 years, um, they were back I there. Think. Yeah,
1: 27 years or something like that.
0: And Kyle Larson was our winner. Highest fishing rookie was Daniel
1: Dye. That was cool. Go Daniel Dye. Yeah. One of, one of the double D's.
0: He is one of the double Ds. So, uh, I don't know if we should. Well, we can talk about. Let's go to Daniel Dye's card.
1: Yeah, because well, we'll talk about Kyle in the next. See, the I didn't want
0: to say that because then you would know he won. So I'm, oh, I'm sure everybody knows. I'm just kidding. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel die. Rookie cards. First cards. 2022. 2022. Don Russ. You can see there in the left. And there's different parallels to that. Uh, it's a Rated Rookie. And then also Signature Series, that's below that there. So um, for the base Rated Rookie, there, I'm showing the silver there and, and the plane. But, you know, all the different parallels in, in Donruss with Carolina Blue and Green and stuff. He does not have an optic card. Then over in 2022, Panini chronicles clearly Donruss. Obsidian, Phoenix, Stars and Stripes, and Spectra. So I have the... Do I have the Stars and Stripes? No, I have the Phoenix down below to the right. I think that was it. And then 2022 Prism, card number 11. And so the parallels with that. Also, Signature Series. And so you can see the red, white, and blue there to the left, uh, middle, with the two prism signatures there. The gold version, and and then I think that's the. I don't even know what that other one is. If it's a silver, I think it is. Oh, the hollow. So he's got. I I wanted to show the auto to show that he's got a pretty good auto. For your young younger guys, he does.
1: Uh, I'm, I'm I'm digging his auto. It's uh for these days and times that's exceptional.
0: Yeah, and then he's also in 2022 Panini National Treasures with card number one hundred. And I can't remember what the other one is, but it's another you know how they have all those national treasures subsets and stuff. So but that is Daniel Die, our highest finishing rookie. Go Daniel Dye. Yep. Next truck race. Is going that's gonna be race 11. That's the North Carolina Education Lottery 200, and that's gonna be at Charlotte Motor Speedway Friday, May 26th at 8 30 p.m. Night race under the lights.
1: Are you going to any of the races? I am not. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Shame, shame, shame.
0: As a whole story, I was gonna, <laughs> I don't even want to air it on here, but I was gonna try to get some tickets, but uh. My guy left.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: he, got, he got another job, so. Dang it. Anyway. All right. Moving over to Xfinity Series. They were off. But race number 13 is going to be the Osco Uniforms 300 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. That's going to be Saturday, May 27th at 1 p.m. So we got to day race. And then moving over to the Cup Series. That was the NASCAR All-Star Race, and that was Sunday, May 21st at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Kyle Larson was our winner. Highest finisher, I guess, is Ty Gibbs at Position 9.
1: Yeah, he came in second in the Open Race, and Josh Berry won the Open Race.
0: Josh Berry, man. We'll talk about him a little later, but
1: yeah,
0: I think we, well, if you, if you listen to the show for the last, what, last two years, we've been talking about him. So
1: yeah, we've been high on him.
0: Yes, we have Kyle Larson. We've talked about him a few times. I have a feeling we're going to talk about him a few more times. 2013 press pass fanfare card number 68. And the parallels, as well as Magnificent Materials, two versions of those, and then Autographs, five versions of the Autographs. Not a lot of parallels or autographs to chase in 2013 Press Pass Fanfare, and then also 2013 Press Pass Total Memorabilia. So the fanfare is on the left, and total total is on the right side of the screen. That's card number forty-seven. I think that's a fifty-card set. There's only three other parallels of the base card, and then there's four autographs. The rising stars autographs. Boy, did press pass get that right?
1: Uh, yeah, they 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 actually hit one hit a home around on that one. Yeah, and don't forget,
0: Josh Berry's in that set.
1: Yeah, so that's yeah.
0: And then no, I was gonna say, Surez, uh, but he's actually in 2014. But it's a great, great, uh, you know, set, and they're tough to get graded because of that silver. And then I we haven't talked about it much, but on the total memorabilia on the on the back side, the corners have black on the corners. Like there's a square diagonal on each of the corners. And so, oh, actually, he's up on top on that top picture to the right. You can see those, that block, that black there in the corners. Uh, So they show wear very easily.
1: Very, very easily. You know, um, I think it was Tim Mousy that uh, he got, I think he pulled one of these things out of like one of those generic blaster boxes. He got a Kyle Larson autograph. I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's great because it's only been two years, three years, that, you know, before that he was with Chip Canassi and he was good, but, you know, nowhere near the star he is now with all the wins and, you know, he was going to be in some of those products, uh, repackaged stuff, but that's a huge find now. And then trying to find 2013 fanfare or 2013 total memorabilia is a big deal. It's all dried up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if it wasn't for the Larson, now it's going to be for the Josh Berries trying to find that stuff.
1: Yep, for sure.
0: And moving on. Oh, um, great. Good. Next race. Oh no, I was going to go Ty Gibbs.
1: Oh, top. Top freaking Gibbs. Okay, go ahead. Yep. There we go. That's it. That's, yeah, that's you all you need to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. I'm hitting the button. I don't know why it's not showing. It's showing. All right. It wasn't for me. Okay.
1: You're having the same troubles I had.
0: Yeah. Ago
1: where I would click. So and it, that
0: it's, yeah. 2020 Chronicles. All the base cards and, and stuff are in there. And then 2020 Prism only autographs.
1: I keep telling you, we need to record Todd Gibbs.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, and then that we, way
1: we can take a break, go to the bathroom, those kind of things. Then come back.
0: Yeah. What are you doing this weekend? <laughs> we'll maybe do that. <laughs> yeah. Right, next race, race number 15. It's gonna be the Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway Sunday, May 28th at 6 p.m. Stages are gonna be. This is the only only race that has four stages. End of lap 100. End of lap 200. End of lap 300. End of lap 400.
1: It's a four dollar foot long.
0: It is that's a, little, <laughs> that's a that's a big race. Long race.
1: Yep, it's gonna be fun.
0: Yep. Moving over, did I? Okay, I did take that off. I want to make sure. Moving over to Formula One, they were off. Next race, the Monaco Grand Prix, and that's going to be Sunday, May twenty-eighth at nine a.m. Eastern. That's going to be the Circuit de Monaco. So that's going to be a lot of a lot of fun to watch. And so uh, you get up early and uh, watch the, the Formula One race, and then moving over to IndyCar. They were off, but their next race is the 107th running of the Indianapolis 500, May 28th at 11 a.m.
1: Yep, it's going to be going to be a yard of bricks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so you watch the first two races and you get the rest, you know, take the rest of the afternoon off and then get, get corralled back for. The Coke Six Hundred. So, so let me let's talk about your brick. What year is that?
1: Uh, it's nineteen oh one is what it says on there.
0: All right, so they're running one oh seven this year.
1: Yeah, you know they were all for the war and all that. So, okay.
0: well, yeah, that's yeah. pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, you, you know, there's a story about these bricks. Uh, apparently, when they were removing the bricks from the brickyard. some of them i don't know if they i don't think all of them have ever been removed because if you've ever seen a core sample of all the different pavings and bricks i mean it's unbelievable but i heard that they dumped there's like a creek that runs through part of the golf course at the track and they threw a lot of those things in that creek and you can go if you go golfing you can go fish yourself one out and then put it in your golf bag and you got a souvenir so that's yeah, what cool. I've heard. I I don't know how much truth there is to that, but I've heard that same story several times over the years.
0: Right. That track is so large, it's got a little golf course in there.
1: Yeah, it's got some of the holes are outside of the golf course. I think that's where the creek is, and then some of the holes are actually on the inside of the track. So that's that's pretty cool. For I mean, I, I bet a lot of people don't even know that there's a golf course there. I mean, it's so it's so big, you just don't know.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm just saying when we went, it was pretty cool. We didn't play golf. We, next time, I need, we need to go.
1: Oh, I'll be a Mr. Divot. <laughs> but yeah, the brick the bricks are really, really, I mean, there were several different, I, this is not the only brick I've got for the brickyard. This is, I think, the Culver brick is uh, the most most common one, I think. And then there's some other ones. Let's see. I've got one over here. From the, I guess it's the, the Indiana block in Brazil, Indiana. And what's cool about this, if you look at the the other side, you can see how it's worn. Very so, cool. Very cool. Uh, and I think I've got a, one more different one. Oh gosh, these things way and these things weigh <laughs> a ton. You you can you could hurt somebody with one of these. There's this one here. It says Poston block but i think but i think it's it's kind of the same as the the is the original one but this is also another and you look at the back side of it and you can see how it's so shiny (laughs) well
0: yeah Yeah. so you know it's made for grip
1: yep it's made for grip and like i said these things do weigh they weigh a ton but i've had these for a long time i bought these things a long long time ago from some guy up in indy and shipping was, like, really expensive. <laughs> you can imagine. I think these things, like, weigh at least 10, 10 pounds a piece.
0: I'll say that before um, Priority Mail, because it has uh, it's like 60 pounds or whatever. Anyway, but we kind of started our next segment here about the races in the U.S., Charlotte and Indy 500. You have, you have the race, but there's other things to do as well. And we talk about indie. If you want first, um, right? There's the indie show, the memorabilia show, uh, and it's there was one previously. Me and Logan had went to oh a long time ago. It's it's and that was at the fairgrounds. I think indie actually has something on site as well. And then they have this memorabilia show, which we think is off-site. So we might actually have to make a trip next year and do some field reporting, I think.
1: Yeah, I think this big show that they've got this year is in Plainfield, Indiana. Now, I don't know the logistics of where that is. I'm sure it's a suburb of Indy somewhere. Uh, I probably should have done some research on that, but I did not. Um, but it's supposedly, I mean, looking at some of the pictures that I've seen, it's a huge show. And I think our buddy Mike Thompson is set up there. Is that correct, Val? Is That, what that you're is saying? correct.
0: So shout out to him. Hopefully he's uh, having a great time. And I think he's set up. So, uh, you know, we had him on the show last year when he unveiled his IndyCar set, Series 1, with a great photography from the old Racing Pictorial Racing Archives. So they were, they were pretty incredible.
1: Yeah, and you know the indie show has a lot of autograph signers too. And you know, some some of the key ones are like Johnny Rutherford, Tom Sneva.
0: Yeah, those know. are the two that popped out at me. I was like, "Ooh, man! If I was close, I'd go and get some uh, Avalon Hills or something signed."
1: Yeah, you got Pancho Carter, uh, Ari Lyndeike, and from NASCAR, you've got Ken Schrader. He's there. Uh, so there's a lot. Uh, plus, there's other. There's other probably lesser known i shouldn't maybe that's maybe not the right word to say but uh drivers there as well know, some that are not you know not people are just not familiar with right but that's really cool i mean they've got uh i'm looking at it right now they've got like 11 or 12 autograph guests over the three days it's actually started we're film. we're filming we're recording (laughs) well we are filming too we are recording on thursday night and the show started on Thursday. So it's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday show. So I did some ciphering. That's like three days.
0: Yeah. So you want to go a little earlier. Uh I think when we went, it was, I uh, maybe it was a Friday, Saturday show. I think it was I Friday. So. Saturday, and when it was at the fairgrounds. But if it's any indication, there's a lot of memorabilia there with NASCAR. But, you know, the majority is IndyCar. But there will be other racing as well. and. Right. I'm sure there's other activities at the track as well as the off-site memorabilia show. So if you're in yeah. town for that race, you'd want to check it out.
1: Yeah. And if you're a NASCAR guy, you can probably find some stuff up there at, at good prices because it like I said, it's primarily an indie show. So, you know, the indie guys are, you know, they're like the NASCAR and I'll just get rid of some of this. Kind of like what we see at the National, too, with people who collect baseball cards. They, they have NASCAR and they're like, I just want to get rid of it. But uh, remember, you know, I picked up, I found in a in a binder. I was just flipping through a binder and I saw a signed ticket by Jeff Gordon from the 1994 Brickyard 400 and a 1995 Brickyard 400 signed by Dale Earnhardt. I bought both of them. They were like, I don't know, $25 a piece or something. It's crazy. And I got them authenticated by PSA. So they were good. Well, they look good anyway. You I mean, you and I looked at them and it was like, they're good.
0: Yes. And so IndyCar, you know, folks who collect IndyCar, when we went to the fairgrounds, I would expect the, Indy, the memorabilia show to be very similar. But because there's not a lot of cards, folks go after tickets, pins, programs, What am I leaving out? Maybe some uniforms and stuff like that. Penants,
1: penants, um, yes.
0: So there's going to be a lot of that there, but then there will be other oddball stuff as well.
1: Yeah, hence the word memorabilia.
0: Very good. That's (laughs) right. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's why you keep me around.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I would definitely check it out. If you're watching the show, then you're into cards and memorabilia. Then you will definitely want to make sure it's on your stop. So, and I think we're going to have to put it on our stop for next year. So
1: definitely I, I'm, I'm wanting to go next year. We can go with that and go to the 500 and have a big time.
0: Right. And then for Charlotte with, well, previously we had the also race here and then we'd have the Coke 600, but that week between there, the race shops have their fan fest. And so if, you have, if you're a fan of a particular driver or a particular team, always check out their social media about a week before or maybe even earlier in the month, and they will detail their fan experience and what you need to do. Sometimes you have to be there early in the morning to get an armband and then come back later on. Uh, I've been to numerous ones. Kyle Bush has a fan club and that he has at his truck shop. And that actually costs money, but it gives you access one or two autos to him, Samantha, and the truck drivers. As um and then tour of the shop, and they'll have uh sheet metal, whatever. I've been to Petty. Who else have I been to? I've been um Roush. Those are some where you show up early and they'll have queue lines for particular drivers and you can get armbands or tickets or whatever it is and then come back. Hendrick does them as well. Canassi. Uh, well, I've been to Canassi. They're all run very, very similar to that. But like I said, just the thing is a little bit of prep work earlier on in the month to find out what's, gonna, what's going on and how you can participate. And then naturally at the Walmart, Bass Pro Shop, they'll have signings. I'm sure Joey Logano's visiting uh, Planet Fitness and stuff like that. So just follow your socials and so if you're in town for the races, they're great opportunities to to either have Q and A and autograph sessions and get a picture with the driver or get an autograph. So
1: yeah, um, you know another thing you can do too when you go to those go to those autograph events is bring a chair and you can set your chair out and you can leave. We've done that before.
0: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done that in a while, but yes, they're one of these unwritten rules is you go the night before and set your chair up and either hang out for a little bit or make sure your name's on your chair and then head home and then show up early in the morning and sit in your chair. <laughs>
1: so. Yep. It's funny how it works, but everybody's so trustworthy. Which you know, and they don't get mad if you if you're there and you, you know, like we 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 we've gone, and we hung out, talked to the other people in line, just kind of have fun. Then it's like, okay, it's start it's starting to rain. I think it's time to go home. Time to go take a nap and come back. So we did that, and you know, we came back and our chairs were still there. People came back. Everybody was good. No arguing. No nothing. It was all cool.
0: Yeah. And then depending on how many people are in your group, mm-hmm. as that gets closer to the time of the actual event all the chairs disappear and people, you know, so will stand up in there in the line or whatever. And, um, or they'll put the chairs to the side and after the autograph signing, whatever it is, and everybody goes back and gets their chair. So
1: mm, it's cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's, like I said, it's been a few years since I've been, but, um, I haven't seen anything to, um, say anything has changed. So,
1: yeah, so there's a lot to do race weeks here in the U.S. I'm sure in Monaco, you can go get on a boat and do stuff. <laughs> okay,
0: uh, but well, I'm gonna say so. Mm. Like in NASCAR, mm. they they'll have stuff in the other towns, but in Charlotte, because this is kind of the home base for a lot of the of the drivers, they will go another level up with, like I said, fan Fest. So I've been to Roush before where they're just giving away stuff and petty. They had breakfast and lunch for you as well as, you know, signing. And they would have sell sheet metal or have raffles for, for stuff for sheet metal or sponsor, you know, sponsored hats and shirts and all kinds of stuff. So it's always a pretty good time uh, if you can make it. So. Um, any other nuggets we have? You're mute. Are you muted? You're muted.
1: Wow! Welcome I back. Muted. I have a couple little little news nuggets. All right. Um, let me let me whip them out here. Uh, the first one is we heard, there's more news on Josh Berry. We've heard some more news today that it's pretty much imminent that he is going to replace. Kevin Harvick at Stuart Haas Racing in the number four car next year for 2024. Uh, they say a deal is expected to be completed in the coming weeks. Sources tell. That's what it says. Sources tell. So that's cool. Um, I'm high on John, Josh Berry. I'm glad to see he's not at some other teams. I'm glad he's at Stuart Haas. Um, I'm, I'm proud for that. So I think his stock is going to rise even more. So go Josh Berry. Uh, and then we heard a rumor online. You know how crazy freaking online is in social media. There were some things going around that Lewis Hamilton was going to be going to Ferrari. Oh, my God. But that's not true. Uh, from the Guardian, it says Lewis Hamilton has insisted he will continue to race in Formula One at Mercedes with a new contract expected to be signed within weeks and has denied a report that Ferrari has approached him with an offer to join the Scuderia. The seven-time champion's contract with Mercedes ends at the end of this year, but he dismissed the rumors as pure speculation.
0: Yeah, I wonder who started that, if that was Lucy's camp because they're working on a
1: contract yeah. renewal. That's, that's it. It's like, Oh my God, we're going to lose him. We're going to lose him. We got to pay more. So, yeah. So th- that's the only news I have. I mean, it's kind of a slow news week, you know, and you, you, we did have the all-star race and I will say that at lap 56, I went, <laughs> I went to sleep because um, Kyle Larson got out there and it was like uh, game over.
0: He is good.
1: Yeah, buddy. He was killing him for sure.
0: Yeah, he so That's is. all I got, dude. Yeah, we we talked about him before. He he came up dirt racing. Uh, you know, they're talking about going to more or wanting to go to more short tracks. That's gonna play right into his his hands. So I don't know if yeah. he's gonna get win. You know, five, six, seven championships. We'll see here. I, he's off to a good start this year. You know, it's kind of mimicking what he did. Uh, what was it two years ago?
1: Yep, this is this is looking a lot like two years ago, and he could have won a couple other races. You know, Ross Chastain has really been a thorn in his side. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's been a thorn. Chastain's been a thorn in a lot of people's sides.
1: I like it. I like Ross Chastain. So I, I like the fact that he's giving these drivers grief, so I'm cool with it.
0: it kind of need a little bit to, you know, to shake it up. Otherwise, it's, you know, pretty boring. Now, what did you think about the North Wilkes Bar? I liked it only because it brings – we're big fans of history – of the sports and some of these older drivers and older tracks. And I think you tweeted it out. And I also had mentioned that, you know, the 1988 max set had track cards for the tracks. And I love it because they has got their phone number on the back. And I think Panini or whatever is missing a golden opportunity. Now it's going to take some legwork. Don't get me wrong, but to have track cards again and put the social media for the tracks and phone numbers or whatever. I just think it would be, it'd be awesome. Kind of like a little retro.
1: Yeah. They could get the buy-in from the tracks, you know, and maybe the tracks kick them a little money to, to say, Hey, do the, do these cards and put our, all our information on there. I mean, it could be a, a win-win for everybody. <clears throat>
0: yeah. So I saw you, you tweet the North Wilkesboro speedway card in the 88 max set.
1: Yeah, I did that one, and then there was uh, one in the Pioneers of Racing, and then there was two in the Masters of Racing. Then there was some winner's cards from Rusty Wallace, and um uh, forget who the other winner was that year in 1988. <clears throat> but I tweeted out those cards as well.
0: I, I had was a lot. Of, yeah,
1: yeah, Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte. Yeah, so um, there was actually quite a few cards, you know, that – they had for North Wilkesboro. I just thought it was cool. You know, I was really happy about North Wilkesboro uh, getting back onto some kind of schedule. And, you know, now they fixed that thing up, you know, maybe a cup race could go back there. Who knows? We'll see.
0: Yeah. I know they're working on Rockingham as well. So they're bringing these, some of
1: these back. I love Rockingham too. I'd like to see that one come back
0: again. And, you know, just trying to do the nostalgia. I think NASCAR is doing a great job. They have a Chicago street race coming up early July. So mm-hmm. they're mixing it up and, and um, it's just not your old super speedway oval, right?
1: No, no, They're I, I'm, I'm glad to see that NASCAR is uh, finally evolving with the times because I think if you don't, uh, if you don't change, you're going to die. So they, they, they've had to adapt and I think they've really adapted well.
0: All sports have successful or sports that continue to be successful. Baseball, basketball, football, hockey. They've all yeah. had to evolve with rule changes and or whatever. So uh, expansion. So pretty cool. Yep. Well, I think so that's we'll, it.
1: Yep. Yeah. Is it time to, to press play on the iPod? I will do it. Here we go. Okay. All right, this week's King's Court. We're going to start out, let's see, we're going to start out with our honorable mention for the week. This was on the 20th of May. It's a 2018 Victory Lane, which I like Victory Lane a lot. I know Val likes it too. Uh, this is a Victory Lane Prime patch of Chris Busher. It's a one of one. It went out for bidding and it ended up at $355 with 44 bids. And I just like that patch. You know, it's the JTG Daugherty Racing mm-hmm. patch from when he was driving for those guys before he went over to Roush but uh i just thought that was a really cool patch and i mean it it went for some you know in my opinion some serious money 355 bucks
0: that's awesome And i think you touched on something i don't think we talk about or have talked about it much is the 2018 victory lane no we don't those are 16 they're they're two eight case boxes sorry two eight box cases right? Two, there you two eight. Yeah. Thank you. And I want to say that there's a jumbo patch in each one of the eight box cases.
1: Yes, you are correct. There's in each half case. There's, there's one, like one of these cards here, one jumbo, one of one.
0: Yeah. So it's not, you know, guaranteed every half case, but I think more times than not, you're going to get one of those. So every one that we've opened, uh, age, eight box case we've got jumbos out of them
1: yes we have because we we bought a case and split it and you got one and i got one right <clears throat>
0: and then we had gotten like a half case before that and we got pulled one out of that
1: yep yeah, so, so yeah that put- just
0: in case you don't know if those prices come down and you know again this was 300 and some that's almost the price of a half case
1: yeah three hundred fifty-five bucks man Right,
0: because i think those are come down they used to be like 100 and something a box i think they've come down so Anyway, just letting everybody know, little extra nugget there. So, next, yeah,
1: cool man. All right, next, our Joker of the week. This is on the twenty second of May. It's a nineteen ninety six press pass, burning rubber, Dale Earnhardt Sr. out of five hundred, and it says first game ca- game used cards, rare, which is true. Press pass is the one that was the very first company to put memorabilia on a card, and it was this. This is the reason I, I, I brought this up. Uh, It was this very issue that was the very first one, was the the Burning Rubber, the original Burning Rubber. And as you can see, it's numbered on the back. It's number 225 of 500. And they were asking, and this card is raw, keep in mind, they were asking $399 for this card. Guess what? Somebody went, click, and they bought it for $399. That's an awesome card, man. Yeah, I actually pulled a – I only ever pulled one of these. I pulled a Mark Martin back in the day. But they were yeah. tough. It's it's not like it is now where you get guaranteed hits. I mean, it was like every so many boxes you got one of these. You didn't get one in every box.
0: So talking about setting a precedence here, it actually says the race it was used, October 8, 1995, at the UAW GM Quality 500.
1: But you you know notice something else too, dude. I, I didn't even notice this till you zoomed in on it. It's got some paper loss on the back of it. Look at that, like on the A on Earnhardt on the bottom. Yep. yep. And it, it's got a little bit of paper loss. I wonder if the dude who bought it noticed that, because <clears throat> I this, I didn't notice it till just now. But still, these are cool cards. Um, it's, a well, great, think, it's a great the great yeah, started
0: you know, the started it all.
1: It started it all. It started the memorabilia card craze, which we, I don't know if we enjoy it so much today or not, but (laughs) we enjoy enjoy the hits. We'll say that. So, yeah, pretty cool.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Thank you.
1: All right. So, next up is our Jack of the Week, our young driver. This is on the 21st of May. It's a 2022 Topps Dynasty F1 Zhao Guan Yu. I think every time I say his name, I say it a little bit differently, but it's got. The Zoltan patch on there. It. It's got a Z. Zoltan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's out of ten, and this card actually went out for bidding as well. It ended up at seventeen hundred and forty-seven dollars with forty-nine bids.
0: That is Z- impressive.
1: <laughs>
0: and raw, yeah. Wow. And it's
1: a raw card from Dynasty, but you know, the Dynasty boxes are still going for more than that right or 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 they come down
0: uh, actually i it think i have to go out and look but i want to say it's real close so you even get this great, amazing card and you could be taking a loss that's
1: yeah that that was my point is like oh my god you 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 sold this card for dollars, but you still may have lost money
0: so right they have all the ebay yeah. fees and everything else and yeah it's just the flipping game is a tough game to play
1: yeah it's it's out of my league i'm not spending that kind of money on on boxes of of uh dynasty like that unless unless they were you know four five hundred dollars then i might i might try <clears throat> yeah that, that's a cool card i like i like it's got the z um, <laughs> yeah you, you like that <laughs> zotan
0: <laughs> so, so 21, 21 tops dynasty is thirteen hundred
1: yeah and the so 22 is probably about somewhere in that ballpark range
0: i'm looking at blowout i don't i don't think they have any
1: real-time pricing right here folks on the yeah. again.
0: and the eight box case of 2018 victory lane we talked about with that jumbo 475
1: 475 for, for eight case. box. is that a half case or a full case
0: that is a half case
1: okay that's for whatever it is eight boxes whatever holy crap that's great
0: so their special price was basically 60 dollars a box
1: oh man i may have to buy some of that stuff
0: (laughs) so hopefully they bring hopefully they bring racing wax to the national that was one of the things i kind of forgot about but there was not a lot of racing wax they were bringing all f1 wax because it was higher uh higher prices and more demand, I guess, for it. So hopefully we'll get some of that racing back. Anyway,
1: yeah, I hopefully. digress.
0: All right, next.
1: All right, next up, Queen of the Week.
0: But I'm going to tell you that $1,700 and 40-something bids is, is a lot. So It is. Way to go.
1: All right, so Queen of the Week. This is on the 20th of May. It's a 2018. Keep that in mind. This is the rookie year. Certified racing. Next signatures. Of, it's a purple version of Haley Deegan. It's number five of 10. And this card went out for bidding as well. And I like that card. It's it's actually in purple. That's a pretty nice looking card.
0: I do like that too.
1: But it went for $425.01 with 33 bids. Wow. So Haley is still commanding some, some moolah.
0: Yeah, not crazy money, but still a good a good piece of uh you know four over four hundred dollars for a number out of ten twenty eighteen rookie so,
1: yeah 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 um yeah and like i said that's a rookie signature so that's that was the very first ones that to come out and certified and there were she didn't have any base cards she just had the um i think she had the insert and she had the insert autograph
0: and certified yeah that's it
1: yeah and that was all Bas- she had.
0: Baser and um, Prism and Victory Lane. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. That's yeah, cool. pretty good, yeah. All
1: right, our King of the Week. <clears throat> We've seen this card before. Not the same card, but a version of this card. This is on the 23rd of May. It's a 1994 Max Medallion, number 99, Dale Earnhardt. 1988 Max Redemption out of nine. Uh, it says out of 999, but we both know it's out of a thousand.
0: <laughs> it is out of a thousand.
1: And it's a PSA 10, of course. Wanna... Go ahead.
0: I was gonna say I think it's missing the 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 letter too, right?
1: Yeah, there's a letter that's supposed to go with it.
0: Okay, sorry, good.
1: So yeah, because that letter also has a signature on it. So yeah, that's also a nice thing to have. But uh, this is a PSA 10. They were freaking asking $8,950 for this thing. It's like, come on, people. But they accepted a best offer of $1,850 for this, which I think actually it's not bad. I think that's actually a little low. I think that the seller may have left a little bit of money on the table with this card. But they they did have that pie in the sky number of eighty nine fifty. It's like really. Urgh.
0: Well, yeah, they <laughs> do that, and you know, hoping that they get a. So, How hey, I can go, you know, half man, price. on the support. hook, man. Let's yeah, go. yeah.
1: Reel really, them in. But yeah, this is this is um, this is a NASCAR glamour card, without a doubt. Yes, it is. It's number nine ten.
0: And and uh, it comes with the matching certificate, so that's pretty cool.
1: It's nice to have that. And it's too bad they don't have the letter because that's also nice to have. But still, it's a nice card. Um, I think, you know, we talked about last week with the 72 STP Richard Petty. Uh, You know, that's one of the cards, if if you're serious about collecting NASCAR, that's a card you want to have. This is also one of those same cards that if you're serious about it, this is a card you want to have in your collection as well.
0: Yeah, and we talk about, you know, the top five of some of these vintage NASCAR trading cards. This is definitely one of those and less than two thousands, not a bad price considering when you price, you know, a top five for baseball or top top five for football or something.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: $1,800 uh, just for the new guys.
1: Yeah. 18, uh, <laughs> 1850 bucks for this, for this card. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if it, I think, I think, I think whoever got this got a steal personally.
0: Yeah, I think I think it was on the lower side. It, again, it's a tough card, had had to be redeemed, and it's kind of the the legit 1988 max.
1: Yeah, it's the legit one. It's not the one that came out the back door. Uh, th- this is the one that actually had the redemption in the in the medallion packs. Right. And God, I know I tried to get some of those, but those boxes were like expensive back then, and. You know, I wasn't making a lot of money and I bought two boxes. I remember from my, my LCS and that's all I could afford. And I didn't, of course, I never hit one, but uh, it would have been really nice to hit one of those bad boys.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: All right. So our next up is our Ace of the Week. It's our one of one. This is on the 23rd of May. It's a 2022 Topps Dynasty F1, and we we have another, our pal Zhao, Zhao Guanyu, Mm -hmm. gold one of one. It's a PSA 9 slash 10. It's a 9 for the card and a 10 for the auto. And they were asking $5,150 for this card, and they weren't really far off. They accepted a best offer of $4,500 for this card wow yeah i was looking at those patches i really couldn't tell where they came from except the very first one with the black looks like part of the puma yep um but the other ones i really don't know where they came from but uh this one's really nice because they did use three different patches and uh they i think they did, did a great job on this card and as they should really on a 101 if you're going to if you're going to Manufacturer one of one, you want it to be unique. I, know, mean, I think he did he, a
0: great job with the signature as well.
1: He did. That'd be that'd be cool if he uh, signed it in. Uh, he's from he's from China, I believe. Signed it in in uh, Chinese. That would really that would be cool. <clears throat> that would
0: definitely yeah, take it the level.
1: Yeah, I but I just thought this was a neat card. I like it. Like I said, it's our highest priced one of one for this week.
0: That's but, impressive.
1: Yeah, it's a nice card, man. 4500 bucks Out of my league. Mine too. Yep. All right. Our next one is our last one. It is a, a Royal Flush, and this was from the 21st of May. We've seen variations of this or other copies of this card before. It's a 2005 Formula Lewis Hamilton Rookie PSA 8. And uh, they were asking $16,000. And this thing comes from the Czech Republic, I believe. If That's if I'm not correct. Mistaken, is the guy who's selling these. He accepted the best offer. Who Guess how much he, the best offer was.
0: I have it, no idea.
1: Well, it's, it's a NASCAR radio buttload. It is $10,000 is what wow. he accepted for this card. Now, I saw another one that sold back on April 14th this year that he sold. It's also a PSA eight and it sold for 69 99. So this card is going up, but you know, it did go down. It was like very expensive when it first came out, but yeah,
0: if- cause he, he's mm-hmm. the one who kind of, uh, I want to say discover them or, Took these, had them, um, you know, cataloged on the trading card database, sent them to the PSA, and got them recognized, and then kind of accepted in the hobby, and basically blew out the 2006 formula. was the Futura?
1: Futura, yeah, it blew that one out, and because that one had sold previously for like
0: crazy money hundreds of of cash too yeah so again this is the f3 this is his first these were issued in the formula magazine and there's a lot of cards in there per issue so it's really an incredible series uh but crazy hard you know to find
1: yeah, it makes me want to book a flight to the Czech Republic and put out ads in the paper.
0: I thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> Take some time off, go over there, and
1: yeah, spend it, find spend all these old magazines
0: place. from 2005.
1: Yeah, maybe 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 strike a little bit of gold. Literally, yeah, it's
0: almost been 20 years ago. Wow,
1: that's that's hard to believe. He's been racing that long, but I mean, there's I mean, look at Kevin Harvick and guys like that. But anyway, um, yeah, this is a cool card. I mean, I like F1, and if I, if I if that was my If I, if I just was collecting F1, this would be a card I would definitely be trying to go after, but, uh, it's just not, it's just not in my league, so to speak. Uh, but I do like the card. Yeah. I'm
0: not even the zip code.
1: (laughs) You're barely within the same country, right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) But no, I, I love that card. If I, if I had that kind of disposable income, I would, I would purchase one of those.
1: Yeah, Dale. We'll get Dale Jr. to buy us one. He's got plenty of money.
0: There you go. And then uh, break (laughs) it out and have uh, Lewis sign it.
1: Yeah, really. And then get it regraded. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? Oh, people. I can. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's that's a cool card. and, And that's it for this week's King's Court.
0: Well, awesome. Thanks for that. Uh, anything else we need to cover here before we wrap it up?
1: I can't think of anything else that we need to talk about. We've already talked about, you know, the indie indie show and things to do in Charlotte. We've talked about the races. We've talked about all kinds. We've gone off on several other tangents as usual. Yeah, yeah,
0: sorry everybody. <laughs> do you want to pick your winners real quick? Who you got for Monaco?
1: Monaco. I'm just gonna go with Max stopping.
0: <laughs> same same here. Indy 500.
1: Uh, pedal award. All
0: right. Uh, Alex Palo. Okay. Coke 600.
1: Coke
0: 600.
1: Um, gosh, that's going to be a toughie for me. I'm going to go with a Gibbs car. I'm going to say Martin Truex Jr.
0: All right. I'm going with Hendrick Chase Elliott. I.
1: I it's hard for me to root for, for Hendrick. I'm sorry. I know you can't. <laughs> I mean, I like Chase and I love Chase because he's a great guy. Um, and if I was going to pick any of the Hendrick drivers, he'd probably be the one I would pick. Okay.
0: All right. So um, everybody will want to tune in next week to see how we do. And then our special guest. And you won't want to miss it because we'll talk about the all the cards. So, um, But from me and Logan, we appreciate you watching. Um, appreciate it very much. Good.
1: Hold on one, one more thing. We, we got to say Ty freaking Gibbs hashtag skid marks and hashtag slow fire.
0: All right. So now we can uh, close out.
1: We can close it out.
0: All right, everybody enjoy the race weekend. Be safe and you'll catch us next week, but here back here, have a great weekend.